0: Hey, folks, this is Wes Colton with the Introvert Unbound podcast. For this episode, I want to talk about leveraging your introvert strengths. So what does that really mean? Well, a lot of us know that being an introvert has its advantages and its disadvantages. But the reality is our individual personality type, which can be revealed through Myers-Briggs Type Indicator or MBTI, the whole introvert-extrovert concept that Carl Jung originated, well, that can show us specifically how we can really find our way through society in terms of our dating life, friends, and professional development. So I wrote an article called Leveraging Your Introvert Strengths And it goes into some of the things I'm gonna talk about here, but I'm gonna actually get into a bit more depth than the article. On top of that, Regina Hopkins and myself have been doing a mini seminar called How to Leverage Your Introvert Strengths. And that goes into more general concepts that apply to introverts across the board and how you can directly utilize those in your life But what I'm gonna talk about here is specifically around what's called your primary function. Now, I'm not gonna get too nerdy with all this stuff. I'm a certified practitioner in Myers-Briggs Type Indicator, and I'll just call that MBTI from now on. And there is this concept of what's called your primary function, and depending on what your particular personality type is, so your four letters, for instance, I'm INTJ, So you have that primary function, and that is basically the main way that you process information and make decisions. So it's not the only way you do things. And frankly, there's a lot about MBTI I don't necessarily agree with, but here's the thing. There is definitely something you can get out of MBTI, and that is why we incorporate some aspects of that into our coaching. So with our typical clients, we don't really necessarily go into their individual personality type beyond just the fact that they're an introvert. So everything that we do in our coaching ties into being an introvert. But then if you go deeper and you find out your other letters, and then you can actually find out, okay, this is likely your greatest strengths. I found it to be the case for clients, uh, and I've found it to be the case for myself. And when I was trained, pretty much every in the room, everyone in the room, there were about 20 different professionals there, found it to be true as well. So don't take MBTI as gospel. There is some science behind it. Some stuff seems to be anecdotal, but figure it out for yourself. And if you are personally either struggling or you're looking to really make things happen even more in your life, it might be worthwhile taking your MBTI and looking a little bit into your primary function. Of course, we also have some packages at introvertunbound.com that are coaching packages that tie into your whole Myers-Briggs personality type. And basically you take the assessment and we evaluate and interpret it and figure out how it can work in your life. So that's definitely something that you're interested in, I would recommend you doing, but I'm just going to talk a little bit more about this concept of leveraging your main strength, also known as your primary function. So rather than going really vague, I'm going to talk a little bit about my own experience in life in terms of really looking into my own Myers-Briggs type and how I started to use that primary function once I became more aware of it. So, specifically, I'm an INTJ, and it doesn't matter what those letters mean for right now. But my primary function, so that main way I process information and make decisions, it's based on what's called introverted intuition. So, basically, I make connections between things, and I tend to assign meanings to those connections. Now, obviously, a lot of times, that's valid. A lot of times, it just makes you making connections that don't exist, and you can be a crazy person. But... That is accurate in terms of how I look back on my life for sure. That has been a main strength of mine and it's something that I've applied to a lot of situations. Of course, it's like you have a hammer and then you see everything is a nail. You've probably heard that phraseology. So there's limitation because sometimes there's a screw and you need a screwdriver. But I'm not going to talk about the drawbacks in this particular article. That'll probably be next month. But in terms of the benefits, so in my particular social life, so my ability to see the overlap between ideas, it's really made me, it's pretty easy for me to have had interesting conversations with pretty much anyone on any topic because I can see that next connection. A lot of people notice that about me and that's what we actually teach in our coaching is the ability to do that. I probably have a natural facility for that, but then I also worked on it as well over time. But that's how that's helped me in the social world. So even people say that I have no business hanging out with because they're not even in the same world as me. We don't really have a lot of overlap. I can kind of find those threads and they might have something to say or they might be bringing up a topic or I can find that common ground and it will actually legitimately be interesting to me. So that's really helped me in my social life. It can help me interact with folks that I might not have interacted with otherwise. Of course, I'll explain in a moment how that's been a limitation. But also in my work as a writer, as an organizer, and certainly later on as a coach, the ability to see those patterns helped me tremendously. So whereas lots of, say, journalism is really surface level, I could go deeper just because that's kind of my natural way of doing things. I didn't realize that's what I was doing, however, until I took a closer look at Myers-Briggs stuff and my primary function. I always knew my letters. I just knew I was an introvert. I didn't really know what the other letters meant. And once I really did come to understand that, I was like, okay, so this is the main way I go about things, let me see how I can make sure I get into situations where I can utilize this, and also how can I even strengthen it even more, right? If this is my strength, how can I make it diamond sharp? And it was mostly by just realizing this was the case. So that's a lot of so much, and that's why coaching is helpful, is because you can just see things that are obvious to other folks, certainly obvious to folks who do this professionally as coaching and experts, but just anyone can see, oh, yeah, you're missing this, or, oh, you're amazing at this, and you might not have seen that. So, so much of coaching, and even a lot of what we do at Introvert Unbound is saying, okay, let's work on some of the weaker areas, because those are what's keeping you out, but you know, out of having a healthy social life or a social life you want, a professional life, that kind of thing. But the idea of here are things you're already good at. How can you make sure that you're utilizing those and how can you get even better in those? So it's an even more inspiring way of going about working on yourself. Cause it's not like, all right, here's where you're gonna have to figure out where you suck, accept that you suck and then just do what you can to suck less and it's gonna be hard. Uh, sad to say that's part of life and that is important but also important is realizing where your natural strengths are, not only focusing on your natural strength, and certainly also not only focusing on where you have obstacles. So, specifically, once I started seeing, okay, here's here's my thing that I'm good at, how can I look at my other aspects of my life in terms of that and see what I can do to, you know, level it up, let's just put it that way. So, specifically, I was realizing that over time, with a lot of folks that I had in my life, I would sort of start drifting away from them because a lot of the ideas I would have are kind of new ideas, and whereas they were sort of talking with me about things that I was thinking maybe in my early 20s, and they were still kind of on that same page. Now, this has nothing to do with intelligence. That's not what's going on there. This is to do with looking at new interlocking patterns. And I had no choice, almost, n- but to keep seeing these new patterns. So particular ideologies and whatnot where I would look at it and like, oh, I'm fascinated by this, I'm gonna go deep and see all the patterns. and maybe I met people at that time, but then over time I would see more patterns. I'm like, okay, well here's some limitations of this, and I would keep going, whereas they were not interested in that. So over time I started to drift apart from those folks. So what I learned was this is just how my brain operates, and if other folks in my life aren't also able to see patterns or not just have that black and white thinking, then I'm probably not gonna end up really connecting with them for very long. So I started looking for people who didn't fall into that whole black and white absolutism. And once I realized that, I could find these folks that actually we had a lot more connection over time. And it didn't mean we have to agree. In fact, what's interesting is I am now more friends with people that I disagree with than I had been in the past. But I learned that that's not the most important thing, that your ideas on a particular topic, it's your willingness to be able to see larger patterns and to realize that you can evolve over time. So that's, I know, getting very specific, but I just wanted to give an example of how this actually works and why it might be helpful to have a coach to help you figure this kind of stuff out. But you can certainly do all this on your own. You can take the Myers-Briggs on your own online it's 25 bucks for the step one, which is the more simplified version of it. And you can likely look at stuff online and figure it out yourself. But if you wanna save some time, you know, 90 minutes of coaching, we can really get you on track. But in terms of my professional life, this was also a huge revelation. Because one of the issues I had, despite being a very good employee, for mostly I was working for nonprofit organizations, I've done lots of different things. Uh, I was working nonprofit organizations, I was working as a journalist, uh, working as a teacher, I've done lots of different businesses. And ultimately over time, even though I would t- typically be their most productive employee, over time, I would tend to have some conflicts with my bosses—not yelling or anything like that—but just disagreements. And mostly that came from me seeing new ways to do things and bringing those up to the, to my director or what have you. And sometimes they would like the information, but a lot of the times they wouldn't. And mostly because they were locked into their own patterns and they had their own ways of doing things. But also a lot of it was they felt threatened by somebody who kept bringing up new stuff and i certainly was not as skillful as i could have been at the time i thought well i'm providing providing a new idea and that's kind of my job here and they should be falling over themselves to appreciate it i understand now how i wasn't as skillful at communicating it and also how they they just might feel threatened it might also have been that they were coming up with new concepts but they were just different concepts and since they were the boss that was what was going to go on and that's fine but I couldn't stop myself from just seeing new patterns and new patterns in fact a lot of my day is trying to just stay on track with a particular idea rather than jump to the new one because I keep I keep kind of outgrowing old ideas but that's neither here nor there so once I saw that I was like okay this keeps happening to me Um, I've worked on all my social skills I've worked on all these things It doesn't matter how I communicate this to the individuals. I'm always going to feel stifled in these environments. That's when I realized I needed to start working for myself. And since then, I haven't looked back and it has been such a good choice for me pretty much in every way, just in terms of my day-to-day, my creative output, my ability to bring in income, all of those things have really the potential of all of that has expanded greatly once I realized here's my Primary function, here's the main way I go about stuff. I can't do it in this other way and have myself prosper. You know, I could have put myself in a different box and I did try that for years and it was okay, but it's kind of a waste of my time and it's kind of a waste of their time. Let somebody else do that job that is a better fit for it. So that's really been a huge way that I started to be mindful about this. And it went beyond just having natural strengths right i learned how to better leverage those and work on those strengths but also which arenas that they would actually fit because a lot of times you might be a wrong fit so let's say you're in a particular job and there's just something that's grading on you and you can't figure out what it is it might be that all right you just have a severe weakness in that and you need to work on the weakness or it's just, you know, maybe you need to leave the career because it, it is something that is such a weakness for you, or it could be to the contrary, that your strengths are so great in a particular area that you're not appreciated. And we all love hearing that, right? Oh, no, the reason you're not doing great is because you're so great. And I'm not trying to puff up anyone's ego here. That's definitely not necessarily a great thing. But realizing the honest truth about this. And Myers-Briggs can help unlock a lot of that. Like I said before, not all of it seems to be, I haven't found 100% of it to be particularly useful, but I don't know, I've found the vast majority of it. And here is one thing I almost guarantee. If you start looking at your Myers-Briggs and you work with a coach, you can do it on your own, but working with a coach kind of gets you the best bang for your buck. I guarantee you that you will find at least one element that's useful and almost, almost definitely many aspects. I found so many different aspects, but particularly, you will definitely find one thing. And so you think about it this way, is, is, is that worth it? Is that worth a little bit of time and a little bit of money? I would say it's one of the best things I ever did It's totally up to you, but if you are somebody who's kind of looked into this whole introvert thing or even Myers-Briggs stuff and you haven't actually taken the assessment, definitely take the assessment. And if you're someone who's taken the assessment and you don't really know what to do with it, consider getting a coach. I mean, you can do the research yourself. The whole thing about a coach is just that we're making your job easier for you. So. And we're also able to look at you in a way that you can't look at yourself. So the idea of like you go to a gym and you hire a fitness trainer, is it that you're not able to do a bench press on your own? No, of course you are, it's it's not that at all. They're just gonna show you the right form and make sure you're not hurting yourself and you can't really look at yourself doing the bench press that much. So that's basically the idea of coaching and once you have that under your belt, you can really go a lot further. If you've been doing the bench press wrong you can be doing it for eight years and not really seeing a lot of muscle growth. You can also you know, be injuring yourself in other ways, making it harder than it needs to be, all sorts of things like that. So that's, that's the idea behind coaching. Not everyone's into coaching, not everyone's into Myers-Briggs, and that's totally fine. But the introvert concept is something that, it's, it's really great that we as a society have started to consider that and how it's not really a stigma because that was a huge thing for me is just, oh, I feel I'm really socially isolated. Maybe I'm just a weirdo. I'm a little bit of a weirdo, but the idea that, well, my brain just works differently and there are a lot of strengths to it and it's just a lot of things in society don't really match up with that and then finding where do I fit? That's the motto at Introvert Unbound, where we find where you fit. And that's what introvert does and it kind of made it less of a stigma and, It's like you can go into a crowded room like, I am an introvert, and people aren't going to look down on you. They might wonder why you're yelling for no reason. But, like, okay, that's cool. And they actually understand it a little bit. One of the issues I do have with a lot of, and I'd have to say it's probably like 90 to 95% of all the introvert blogs and the Twitter accounts and social media accounts is that they're, solely about that one component of making the world work, making the world change to accept you. And yeah, we should be doing some of that. And I think advocacy for, hey, here's how introverts are, consider this at your workplace. And that is happening a lot of workplaces. A lot of the folks who took the training with me for becoming a certified MBTI practitioner, that's what they're doing. So they're in HR and they're realizing that there are different work styles for different folks, so making that more an option. That's important and we need to continue that. But you can't expect the world to work for you and you can't expect the world to know you in advance and place you for you. You've gotta do that yourself. A lot of my life I kind of get bummed when I figure things out and i'm like why didn't somebody tell me that it's because people aren't there to do that they're trying to figure out things on their own that's what coaching is for and i went so long without getting coaching i, I it was one of the dumbest things i ever did and that's why i became a coach it's like wow this works this this is an amazing thing you know it came from my advocacy background where how can i help people how can i help the world and realizing that Frankly, as a coach, I have helped people way more than I ever did as an activist trying to get other people to care about stuff. So again, it's great to say, hey, y'all need to accommodate introverts more. But And that might be working in the professional world, but I'll tell you where it's not going to be working. It's in your social life. If you go ahead and say, hey, let's say you're a guy and you're looking for dates. Hey, ladies, I know you like when men are talking a lot and putting their personality out there and loud and and that gets your attention. But I want you to stop liking that and instead come find me in the corner. And you know, would that be nice? Sure. Would that be a good thing for women to do? I guess. Would it even benefit women to start looking in that way? Probably. Is that gonna happen? I would say almost absolutely not. (laughs) I would say almost absolutely not, which is why instead of listening to all those introvert memes that tell you don't have to work on anything, don't look at any of the ways that you can better fit yourself in the world, complain about how the world isn't appreciating you, and then just stay at home. You know. And if that's working for you, that's fine. But my guess is if you're listening to this, you're looking to work on certain aspects and improve certain life situations, And one of the best ways you can do that is to find what are your strengths, how you can improve those strengths, and how you can find out that they fit into the greater world. And that's when you're going to start seeing a real benefit, real results. And frankly, you'll just feel like you belong more because you've really found your home. So that's what we're all about here at Introvert Unbound. And that's all I got for you. And I hope you enjoyed this and got something out of it. Check out the article on introvertunbound.com, and we'll probably be doing more of the mini seminars here in the Denver area. We're going to be going around different towns as well. And after that, we might be doing another webinar with that. So stay tuned. Hey, folks. This is Wes Colton, coach, CEO, and founder of Introvert Unbound. I hope you enjoyed the podcast and got something out of it. And I hope you stay tuned for future episodes by subscribing on Podbean, iTunes, or however else you found us. If you yourself are an introvert and resonate with our message, I also recommend you go to introvertunbound.com and sign up for our free monthly email newsletter with our latest articles, videos, and other introvert-related stuff. And if you're really looking to level up your dating, social, and work life, email me at introvertunbound at gmail.com. your free half-hour, zero-obligation online consult to help you come up with a game plan to harness your strengths, shore up your weaknesses, and become the introvert unbound.